sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Sean Sides. And that is the handsomest handsome Tom Sides. I really like that you just put all your rage into giving me compliments. That's nice. We we were having some technical difficulties right before we started recording here. And you you put all that rage into something positive. It's a a good to be able to turn yourself around in a jiffy. You know what I mean? Like you fuel, use the fire in your belly as a fuel. That's my advice to the people listening. If you're pissed off. Turn that pissed offness into the biggest amount of positivity you can fucking spew out your asshole or your mouth, in my case. Uh, How you doing, big man? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Uh, just enjoying uh, the best season there is, playoff season. Fucking yeah. tough game one for the Oilers. Yeah, it was. <laughs> if there was a lot of just breakdowns as a team, you know what I mean. There was a lot of high points too. It was a fucking exciting ass game until things didn't pan out. Dry settle scoring four fucking goals. Like mm-hmm. didn't want to lose that game. He was pretty fucking pissed off afterwards. But Yeah. I I, I was talk I was talking to a buddy at work who's also an Oilers fan and I go like, Fuck, Randy, what are we gonna do? He goes, I don't know, clone dry and put the rest of them on the fucking team. Yeah. Jesus Christ, four goals for that guy it was fucking <laughs> uh, they really have... kind of defeated themselves at times which is you know it's playoff hockey they had a break i'm not making excuses for them but it's they'll get it back we don't why don't we win game once what the fuck is going on with the others yeah. like they just don't win game one it's yeah so annoying. yeah but they're gonna come in and they're only gonna come in hungrier like you yeah. you can see the frustration obviously like you said dry settle was upset um and then things didn't go our way but they will next game hopefully Mm-hmm. And then I think Skinner was is ready to go in game two, fucking sharp as an edge. So yeah, like he had a good game overall too. Like some of the unlucky goals, it is what it is, right? Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, I'm a positive fan. I'm gonna be a fan of theirs if they win or if they lose, because that's just who I am. But uh, either way, I hope they fucking win. <laughs> well said. Uh, and then we got like some like other games going on, like the fucking Florida Toronto Florida. Winning one nothing, uh, leads the series one nothing, and there's a game going on as we speak, heading into the third period. Let me just see if the scores change at all. It was two two last I saw. Three two for Florida uh, at the end of the second. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. I I don't know what's like. This is a crazy sport that we cheer for, and anything can happen. You know what I mean? It's same with uh, Jersey and Carolina. Carolina. Did great the first game. Obviously, they haven't played the second game yet. Is that no, today? that's Is tomorrow. That? Tomorrow, that's tomorrow, yeah. And then Dallas and uh, Dallas uh, and Seattle tonight. Yeah, who would have thought Seattle would come out swinging like that? Hey, uh, I'm so impressed with them. And then you know, like I uh, like I don't sleep on the Dallas Stars. They got a great team. They have uh, yeah. Robertson, uh, Jamie Ben, fucking. Tyler Sagan, like they have a who's who of good hockey players. Like the fact that they were able to crack into the second round of the playoffs is just crazy. Ah! It, was ah! 
is the best I had come up with. Get it, the Seattle Kraken. <laughs> Kraken. Yeah, no, I, I, I got it. I, I like the... we're explaining it as part of the joke. It makes it even that much fucking better. Yeah, if I know um, anything yeah, about gonna... comedy, it's explaining it makes it funnier. Oh, um, I wish I had a PowerPoint presentation prepared for this moment, but because it happened on the fly, we're just going to have to live with what happened. Um, yeah. yeah, but no, exciting hockey. Yeah. I, I I'm enjoying it, and then we got the yeah no I think we touched upon there's only four yeah. four series going on so yeah no it's some exciting hockey, and I'm I'm just here for it like I I I dread the Oilers game because it starts so fucking late at night, but yeah, I got right. I I'm getting lucky here because like they started eight o'clock for my time on Saturday, so that's like a blessing in disguise. Although, like, Hillary's giving me to go out with uh, some of her friends that night. Like, we want to yeah. have you guys over for supper. And I'm like, uh-huh. As long as the hockey game's on at 8 o'clock, I'm in. Yeah, 100%. Which is 11 o'clock. No, no, it's 5 my time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's as long great. as they have the hockey game on, I'm sure I'm going to have a great time. But if Fuck they don't yeah. have the fucking hockey game on, and she's like, oh, well, they're sorry, not big. We don't have Sportsnet. No. Uh, she was telling me today, <laughs> I was dying. She was, uh, yeah, they're not like hockey fans. Oh, perfect. Can't wait to meet them. <laughs> I love that. All right. I say it all. Yeah, I know. I have that fucking concern. It's awesome, though, when you meet, like, when you go to an encounter like that and they know that you care about hockey, so they have it on for you. And then, mm-hmm. then it, like, sets the relationship up right off the hop. Like, let you guys let me come into your world on, and, like, be part of my world and come into my world and I'll fucking show you my world. Because yeah. my world fucking intense and awesome. And, yeah. You know. Just fucking go, Oilers! Let's fucking go! And, yeah, no, and he no. He's like, and he's just screaming at the fucking TV. <laughs> but she's like, well, no, they want us there for, like, three. I'm like, no, that's no problem. They're just, like, as long as we can watch the Oilers game. She's like, yeah, yeah, we can watch the Oilers game. I was like, it starts at eight. Just, just know that starts at eight. But uh, no, no, I'm looking forward to uh, the next game. I think it's going to be a big deal. I, uh, I can't wait. Um, what's going on in your world, man? How's the week been? How's the new Before job? Before we run past the hockey, I just had to quickly ask: Do you get animated when you watch hockey? Depends where I am. Uh, if I'm by myself watching hockey, you'll see like me like. Because I, I, I either watch it on, like, my TV by myself or on my laptop, depending on, like, how I can get access to the hockey game. And yeah. so there's a lot of me, like, like banging the table, like, fuck yeah. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of, like, silent cheering. But if I'm with people, I just feed off the fucking vibe, buddy. I want... Yeah, I, I, I can't I, help it, to be honest, even if it's, like, not necessarily a hockey room. I'll, I'll, like, in my head, I have good intentions. I'm like, hey, Sean, just shut the fuck up. These are not hockey people. But then something happens or they'll play and you're like, nice shot. Fucking great, great opportunity. And then I just, I can't stop. I yeah. realize what I'm doing and I'm like, yeah, fuck it. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so if I'm by myself, I can keep it calm and, like, like it's just, it's by myself. Like, there's no... Like, I feed off energy, and if, if it's just me, then I'm just going to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's good. All right, yeah. here we go. But then, like, if I'm with people, and they're into it too, yeah. oh, Tommy gets turned up to fucking 11, and then yeah. if there's a few beers involved. But, like, if I'm, like, I don't know how I'm going to be. If I'm going to be at this uh, Hillary's friend's place, and we have the hockey game on, and then be like, yeah, so f- for your fixed mortgage, and I'm going to be like, go fucking Oilers! Like, I don't yeah, know. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I ask, is like, <laughs> I can't control it. 
You know what I mean? I've tried. It's just, it comes out of me and I, I'm yeah. not ashamed of it. It's like it or don't fucking like it. If there's an Oilers yeah. game on and some crazy shit happens, if it's crazy positive, I'm going to cheer. If it's crazy bullshit, I'm going to fucking possibly yell at the TV. Not to like a psychotic level, but be like, are you fucking kidding me? Right? Like to that level. And in in, like, in your crazy. years, in your uh, years, in your years as a hockey fan, have you ever broken a TV? Never. Never. No. I mean, sorry. I shouldn't say I've never broken a TV in my years of being a hockey fan because I am a hockey fan and I have broken a TV, but it did not correlate at the same time. I broke a TV swinging it around by the cord. It was one of those big old motherfuckers and I kept slamming it into a dumpster and the screen wouldn't fucking break because they used to make it out of such thick glass. That was a fucking hoot. Eventually, we broke it and it scared the shit out of us because it like blew up the old TV tubes. Like it was like compressed. <laughs> fucking explosion was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I've never, I'm not the Fair. type to have a temper tantrum and throw things. Okay. So I don't like outwardly burst out like that unless you know, obviously, hockey, playing video games. I've seen people throw controllers, and that's not the way that I get my anger out. You know? What no, I mean? no, me neither. I was just, I was just curious because, like, you are very animated, and I was just wondering, has the animation ever gone to like, no. hey man, go to therapy? Yeah, no, <laughs> never to that extreme. And I, and I would like. At the end of the day, I say I said this to Crystal last night after the loss. I was like, "Baby, they're still millionaires. That it doesn't matter. Like, let's not fucking let it ruin our evening because a bunch of millionaires didn't sport the way they were supposed to sport." Yeah, you and know? there's still there's six more games left. Well, at least three. exactly. So, yeah. No, so. I don't. Uh, I don't get that mad about sports. I, I do care. Obviously, you know, you don't mm-hmm. want to. But it's it, it, it could be like a night ruiner for me. Like if like me the too. Oilers like like my team like loses and I'm just like Tommy yeah. gonna need a minute. It's <laughs> not easy to just shake that off because you're mad and like you have just just cause to be mad, you know. And you have nothing, like, but also you don't. Like, like no, you know what I mean. Like all. you don't have just cause. Like you're, you're not involved. You're not involved. You're not playing. There's nothing you can do to control it. And yet it can just ruin a day. So it's a funny that you say there's nothing you can do to control it is I, you always have to like get, I don't know if you go through this or not, but like the superstitions of hockey. Yeah. yeah. Like, we, you know, I can't wear that hat because they don't win. If I wear that hat, I we have talked to about this last week. Yeah. We, talked, we were all about this last week, and like I told you, like I wasn't wearing the Gretz jersey, and I bought this new hat, and I was yeah, like, oh, I Fox Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. It's just we try to do what we can for our team because, yeah. and like when you have something to be a part of, it's fucking fun. Know what I like about this playoff series right now? What makes me so happy about it? So you got the three teams that have never won the Stanley Cup: Florida, Seattle, Vegas. Two yeah. of them are brand new teams, but nonetheless, neither none of them have won the Stanley Cup. And yep. then the the team that won the cup the most recent is Carolina Hurricanes. They won in two thousand six. And then like, yeah, it's just it's, uh, down the line. Won. Nobody's yeah. won in a long time. Yeah, like I think uh, who else is in there? It's uh, New Jersey is two thousand three. 
or 2004. I was surprised. I forgot that they won one in 2003. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah then, Dallas is what, 98? 99. Yeah, I don't remember. Like I, saw, I saw the list too, but I was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, but this is like, that's what I, that's what I fucking love. I love it when you, like, you know, Me it's too. not, it's not like the same four teams. It's not like yeah. that era where Detroit run one all the time or like exactly back and forth between Pittsburgh and Chicago. Like there's new blood coming in that hasn't yeah. even won in the 2010s. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's what I like as well. Yeah. And I fucking love it. Like I'm here for it. I'm excited. Like what, what we're getting is no matter what those, this year's Stanley cup champion is a team that's been fucking fighting for it for years now. So, a fan base as well that's like starved for a cup. You know what I mean? That 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 makes it uh, makes it so good, so good. I'm excited. Yeah, you're I not wrong. I, I'm There's a lot of excitement in the air in the NHL love, right now. I love this shit about hockey. Agreed. Yeah, but yeah. To get back to your question of what's going on with Sean, um, now that we're done with the hockey talk, with your blessing, mm-hmm. of course. Um, Nothing too much, man. Just working, you know, living the dream. How's, how's the new job treating you? It's going pretty good. It's fun being the new guy. You know, you got to, like, learn all the ins and outs and stuff like that. I'm pretty useful and helpful. I'll just be like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'll lift this, move that, fucking do whatever you need. And so it, it's a different altogether experience than what I'm used to. I'll say that in a lot of different ways like it's a when you change your job it's one thing but when you change industries as well it's a completely fucking other thing oh yeah so it, for sure. it's been fun though i like learning new shit you know i have no complaints at this point um yeah it was fucking hot the last couple of days in edmonton plus 30 and i was like awesome my first like two weeks and then it skyrockets to plus 30 so you have to deal with the elements and learning the new job but that's fine i like yeah. summer so Nice. Good for you, bud. I'm just yeah. happy it's working out nicely for you. Thank you. Yeah, it's new. It's fun. I'm uh, going to see where it takes me, that's for sure. Because mm-hmm. you never know. But. So uh, I, I, I took your last week's advice and fucking heard what you had to say. I've been leaning into season three of uh, Deep Space Nine. So, like, where I left off on Deep uh, no, no, That's what I meant. Sorry, I got it confused with a good show. I got you. Um, uh, so I, where I left off was actually on the finale of season two. That's where I stopped watching. And then I watched that and I'm almost done season three. I like at the finale of season three as of this week. So I kind of just binged the shit out of it this week. It's interesting, like how it goes from episodic to a continuing storyline. Hey, yeah. Uh, I'll say this, that theme song does nothing to help that show. No. But you know what? And and, and it, it got cheesier. How did it get cheesier in the third season? They added something to that song, and now it's cheesier. What the fuck, yeah. Sean? You know what I'm going to tell you, Tom? You have to It'll have be... faith at the heart. Yeah, you, go and fuck you yourself. Will. You're no. going to watch. No, because no, I have this magical skip this? button. I have this magical a... skip button. Oh, you, you shouldn't rob yourself of the joy. I can't do it. Now? No, because it I just gets... want to share something with you quickly. Just, just let me have this 15 seconds of your life. I've got faith of heart. That's all. It just feels good. It's stupid as fuck, and I hated it for years. But now I it still... comes into my head sometimes, and I'm like, that's it fucking, that jam is lit. 
It has nothing to do with the show. Excuse me. Like, legit nothing to do with it. No. It's the weirdest decision ever made in Star Trek. And and then it goes in, like, you'll have this, like, really intense scene with the Zindi, and they're like, we're gonna fucking kill the humans, and then it's like, Agafi! <laughs> what the fuck is going on? You took you took the wind out of the fucking sails. Yeah. Right out. Like, you give they me some intense... Just- intense moment of like oh man this episode's gonna be fucking lit and then you go to the theme song and you're just like i want to change the channel you know what's funny about this is that they received a fuckload of backlash because of the song and they were like we're not changing it we're going with it and you know why we're going with it because we have faith of the heart bitch and they just fucking ran with the song so i don't know what to tell you i i don't like it i didn't like it but now it's a part of me and, and and I will say that now I get, I understand why it's dark. Like fucking seven million of Earth gets fucking murked. Yeah. I understand, but like even when shit goes awry for like Picard, Kirk, Janeway, hell, Cisco, they always kind of keep their cool at the end of it. Like they're just like, all right, I got to be a leader here and all this stuff. Yeah, fucking Archer. He's just like, I gotta finish my mission. This yeah. is my mission. And I gotta oh. go on my mission. I have to finish my mission. Some of those fucking <laughs> scenes where he's like flies off the handle, fuck is it good? But there was no prime directive. You know what I mean? They didn't have that yeah. shit yet. So he was like, by any means I don't wanna use by any means necessary. Like it it's such an interesting change because it was so like yokely dokely in the first two seasons. And oh, now all of a sudden, Archer's like, I'll fucking lock you in an airlock. I will kill you. I Don't make me have to do this. And, like, Similitude, that episode I was saying to you, where he's like, that was really fucked up, hey? Yeah. A lot of it's fucked. Yeah. And, and, and I'm kind of here for it. So I, I agree with you. Like, season three was worth watching. Like, it's... Yeah. Um, I will say, not the best Star Trek I've ever, you know, but it's good. It is good. Yeah. And um, some of the episodes are like really good Star Trek. That's all. The Western like, one, I agree, was good. The one where uh, uh, Archer becomes 10 Second Tom is pretty good. Um, I love that. Yeah. Uh, the one I texted you about the other day. Twilight was the one you were talking about where the 10 Second Tom one. That's a yeah. great fucking episode. And yeah. then uh, you messaged me about E Squared. Yeah, that one. that one was amazing. Yeah, it was the, a fucking cool ass uh, idea. But, but what was the one I texted you earlier and you like disagreed with me? No, you said E squared was the one. I'm pretty sure where you were like, "That's a fucking my favorite episode." Or, oh no, sorry, the Doctor Flocks episode where he's on yeah. the ship by himself. And yeah, I, 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 I absolutely love that episode. Yeah, it was great, and it like kind of took you on a journey. It was like a little scary and shit. Well, and it, it reminded me of fuck. It reminded me of not even Star Trek. It reminded me of uh, of uh, what's that uh, Seth MacFarlane show? Um, oh, Orville. Yeah, the Orville. Remember when the 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 tactical officer or the head of security s- s- does that whole like uh, tactical thing to test herself, and then it just to test all of her fears and shit. Yeah. So she starts like. 
like seeing clowns and yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah it reminded me of that. So that just goes ahead and fuck the Orville steals from fucking all of Star Trek. So it really does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fun fact, did you know that Seth MacFarlane's in Enterprise? I did know. Okay. But, but he hasn't. I haven't spotted him yet. So okay, it's, it's, I'm assuming it's in season four. Maybe. I thought it was in season two, but I could be wrong. Anyways, you'll well, see. Well, if it's in season two, I completely missed it because yeah, I did I not give a shit for that season. Yeah. It's funny. You'll go back, though, once you watch three and four. It'll endear the rest of it to you. At least it did to the entire fan base. You'll see. Like, it's just good. I don't know. The characters grow on you. That's how, like I said, I hated this fucking show when it came out. But now I'm like, it's good. I'll go back and watch it. Even the first season, it's like shit. But then when you get into the characters and you start liking them, you go back and watch it again. It's like better because of everything that you've seen. Okay. And the the arc of the characters is really good as well because you see like where they are in season one, Oakley Doakley, and then you see where they get to by the end of season four, and you're like, yeah, trip. I trip used to annoy me, and he was a bit fucking hee haw for my liking. For sure. Yeah, and now he's a bit better. Yeah. Uh, Archer, too, like I said, he was like a dorky fucking captain. Let's go out and discover stuff. And now he's like, I'll fucking kill you if I have to kill you. And you're like, oh, shit. Okay. You're like, whoa. And yeah. you're just like, it's interesting where they go from here. It's You're going to go on a bit of a wild ride now for season four because it's compartmentalized. They had mm-hmm. stories they would like to tell, but they didn't. They knew they were getting canceled. And so they had like only a short amount of time to wrap up a season in a way. But fair enough, fair enough. Well, yeah. I'm I'm look, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I'll get to it, and I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be fun. Um, yeah, I'm glad though that you're cracking in. At the very least, it, you know, like everybody has different Star Treks, which is their favorite. It's just I'm glad that you're watching the subject matter at least because there's some quality mixed in there. It's not my favorite Star Trek either, obviously. But it's just, I respect some of the episodes and I like some of the storytelling quite a bit. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, Yeah, and like like you said, like, like, Trip grew on me. Malcolm grew on me. Like, he was like this snooty Englishman. Their fucking relationship, like, their bromance is pretty awesome too. And like, Hoshi, I ended up really liking as well. The... Ensign Mayweather, I sorry, I just can't do him. I just can't fucking handle Ensign Mayweather. He's just like too much of a little bitch for me to handle. Yeah, but come on, is he? Is he? He's not uh, Ensign uh... Kim. Yeah, Harry. Yeah, Harry Kim. I like Harry. He's less of a fucking nerd than Harry Kim. Uh, At least at a party, Harry could pull out the trombone and fucking rock down. Or the sax? What did he play? He didn't play the sax or the trombone, but he played a brass instrument. Whereas Mayweather doesn't bring much to the table. And even like he has more episodes coming, and they try to develop his character a little bit. And I'm just, I'm just not on board with it. I don't know. Okay. But I, what I liked about E2 when they go like because it takes it was like a future Enterprise, and you find out who coupled off, and then. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that Ensign Mayweather and Yoshi were gonna get together. Hoshi, yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, sorry. I love how saying. Malcolm was like, I, I'm fucking alone. <laughs> I'm <not> alone. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, that happens if you only have a select pool of people. And, like, there's no guarantee. The, the third of the ship is women, right? Yeah, exactly. I thought that was a fucking hoot. I really like shipping to Paul and Archer, but I also like shipping others. So I don't know. It's a fun ride. I like the when they had the Twilight episode where uh, Archer lost his fucking, like, the memory thing. I really liked how T'Pol, like, took the role to take care of him and stuff like that. And that was such a dark storyline, too, seeing humanity completely wiped out, knowing that they're going from, like, have already wiped out all the colonies and they finally find the last colony. Like, that's fucking, it was pretty dark shit. Yeah. So, yeah, so I will say Enterprise so far, although it took me a little while to get there, just that fucking theme song, like, like it really, uh, you, like, admit that that really takes the wind out of the cells. Oh, it does. Uh, I don't can you imagine? With that. Could you imagine going through the um? Oh, what was the name of the war in DS Nine? The uh, Dominion War. The Dominion War. Yeah, like Commander War of going like, we have a plan to take care of to take care of the changelings, and then it's like, I have faith. <laughs> no, you like it's a like the, right there is a fucking. There's yeah. a reason why you had an epic <laughs> instrument. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It yeah, makes more are... sense to have a classically themed entrance, and you notice they went back to that for Picard, Discovery, Strange mm-hmm. New Worlds, all of the new tracks. No, none of them yeah. are. I'm pretty sure that there's. I mentioned the faith of the heart in lower decks. I could be wrong, but I feel like there was at some point they made fun of it just ever so slightly. Um, but yeah, no, it's dog shit. And I hope that they learned from that lesson and they never, I would love to find that. Like you imagine being in a bar listening to live music and all of a sudden faith of the heart guy comes up and starts fucking playing. Like That's the motherfucker responsible for this shit. You did this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, fuck that! That's just fucking brutal. And like, and that's the thing, right? Like, it, it got to a point where there must have been some executive at UPN or wherever it was fucking on at the time. Yeah, Which I think it was UPN at the time, right? Probably. Yeah, and it was just like, know what we need? Just a fucking banger of a theme song, really? Because Star Trek has never had one of those. This is not your fucking father's Star Trek. We're going to yeah. win him with a fucking lyrics. I got this guy, and he's going to fucking and nail like, he this He walked into like, the office, and he slid a mixtape across the table. You got to hear this. <laughs> I got our new Star Trek. This is our new Star Trek sound. Go for it. Yeah. I know it's and a then, little bit. <laughs> so then that happened, right? They put yeah. the tape in. The exec's like, okay, let me hear this. Expecting... And then he hears it, and he's like, holy fuck, you hit the jackpot. We're going to run with this. Yeah. Like, really? This is, really? This is the new Friends theme song. This yeah. is killing it. This is going to put us up there. Yeah. Because nothing gets people sticking onto a television show like a catchy tune. I would love to see how history had played out in a different timeline where they just had a normal Star Trek intro for that show. Do you think it that would have saved it? Huh? Do you think it would have saved it? It, it very well could have. Can you imagine if you didn't have that dog shit at the beginning? You'd be a lot more like well, on board. That's how that you show. lost people in season one. That's yeah. definitely how you lost people in season one. Oh, me one. too. 
when in like the first, like I said, this aired on my birthday when it came out for the first time. So I, I had just come off DS9 and TNG and fucking Voyager. They were all done. And I was like, a new Star Trek starting on my birthday. Fucking turn it on. I've got faith. And I'm like, are you fucking fucking me? And I'm like, no, yeah. okay. Let me just give it a try. I watched it and was like, I can't. There's no phasers. There's no fucking transporters. Fuck this pile of dog shit. And that's how I left it. And it's funny because I actually got season three DVDs gifted to me. And that's the only reason that I went back and watched the rest of it is because I fucking watched the DVDs I was given and was like, ooh, okay. So I think I watched season three and then I went back and did one, two, and four. So that could be also why I feel a little bit more who, like... Who got you season three? Who dared? I don't know. I think it might have been my dad for a birthday present. He yeah. didn't know I didn't have the other two. Or he just saw a Star Trek thing and was like, oh, I'll get it for him. But yeah. All right. That's innocent. and It's a thoughtful gift if you don't know the universe. But yeah. To me, yeah, I, don't I you know that this is dog like, shit? I opened it and was like, oh, thank you. And then boredom got to me one day, and I was like, oh, fuck. Let's slap this on. And then, yeah, the rest is history. Now I'm fucking yeah. selling it to other people. Oh, it's a joke. Uh, and then other one with the uh, fucking psychic alien was pretty cool, too. Psychic alien. No, no, psychic. Oh, the, yeah, that was a very interesting, like, episode and idea as well. Yeah. Creepy as fuck, too. Creepy as fuck, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But... Um, I that was a big that. Hoshi episode where you're like, this girl can act. This is a, like, a, like I said, there's some quality in there. It's just, yeah. it's hard to get over the theme and the oakley dokeliness of the first couple seasons. Yeah, it's pretty fucking cheesy, those first two. That's <laughs> Yeah. But now, like, I'll go back and watch uh, Carbon Creek episode two of season two where they're like, go back to the 1950s in that small town and shit. Love mm-hmm. that episode. It's one of the most beloved episodes of that whole show for everyone. Mm-hmm. But anywho, I, um, we digress. I like when they go. I like the one where they go back to like 2006 Detroit. Yeah, I hate that fucking actor though. Yeah, the guy who plays the like guy getting all the blood types and shit. I just don't. Mm. He's always a slimy fuck, and I just can't yeah. stand him. That, he's such a good actor. I just hate him. That just proves he's good at what he does, man. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, it is. Uh, it's fun watching shit. That's why we recommend shit to each other. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I've been leaning into that quite a bit. Have you at least started the dive of Ted Lasso? I tried, but I haven't gotten into it yet. I started the first episode and then life kind of took over at the time. I didn't get a chance to watch it. So I have it on my phone only. I have to mirror it to the TV. It's a whole fucking thing. But I have told Crystal about it that I have interest in watching it. We're wrapped up in Big Brother Canada right now, so it's going to end soon, and then I'll have an extra three hours a week to watch TV, which is good. Cool. I didn't. I guess I knew you were a Big Brother. I did know you were a Big Brother guy. Yeah, we watch Canada and America. It's fucking good. This season's been kind of bullshit, though. Like, So 16 people get on the show. They buy for a chance for $100,000 and some gift certificates, like ten grand or whatever. But what pisses me off is this year, three people self-evicted. 
and were just like, I don't want to play this show for whatever reason and fucking left the show. And I find that so fucking spineless. There's a lot of people who want to get onto the show. You get the opportunity, you get there and you're like, no, I don't want to play for whatever fucking reason. And you know that I gamble with Big Brother. I don't know. I'm sure you remember me telling you in years past, myself, Kieran and Andrea all have uh, four house guests of the 16. And then whoever wins this, usually we did a $50 buy and then the winner takes the prize pool. This or 20, maybe 50. I don't know. But this year we said the loser has to buy the winner's dinner when we all four of us go out kind of thing. Uh, the first three people out were all mine and the fifth person out was mine. So uh, five people out and four of them were Sean's. It's like, well, I guess I'm buying dinner for somebody. Fuck me. But it was pretty funny. Everybody enjoyed it. It was the, it's a new record in our betting gambling organization for being the quickest out. So there's that, but not bad. Yeah. Were, yeah. They, were they the self, uh, self evicts? Um, one of them was a self-evict and the other three were not. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. Two of them were self-evictions, which like pissed me the fuck off. So I'm like, really? Another one? Like the first one, it was like the first or second episode. She was like, I'm out, I think for religious reasons. So it was a little sketch. And then the next episode, one of my guys got knocked out. And then the third week, my girl was like, fucking self-evicted as well i was just like you fucking bitch so selfish don't go let someone else fucking play you know what i mean it's a i don't know yeah but some people say yes to a thing and they don't realize how much it's gonna impact them until they do it right for sure there's like it's a fun show example this season there's a guy who's like really hated in the house he fucking was dating this girl. Like he, you got to realize when you're locked into this house for like three months or two months or whatever it is, uh, three months, I think you're, you're just with these people 24 seven. Right. So you start with 16 people. It's very, very close quarters. And so often there's showmances, people fall in love and it's like real love because it's not like in the dating world where you see someone and you go on another date and you, you're spending short amounts of time together. These people are living together 24 seven. So anyways, this guy and this girl, they hook up. Um, he ends up kind of ending things with her and they mutually end things. So then she's trying actively to get him out of the house. And this fucking guy just keeps winning every fucking competition to ensure his safety. And they cannot fucking get him out. Now there's like only five or six people left and he's still in there like, fuck you. And he's fighting, like pitting the other house guests against each other. And so I, I don't, I didn't like this fucking guy, but because he's such a gamer and he's just, you can't fucking defeat him. It's very entertaining. Like good for him. Good for him. Ty is his name, but yeah, he's, he's fucking killing it. Even though I dislike him as a person, you can't not respect someone's beast comp- competitor inside of them when the odds are stacked against you. It's five to one. And you're like, fuck you. You can't, can't kill me. Like that's all. Fucking hey. That's my big brother rant. It's a fucking good show. It's a no, great no. Like, study of humanity. That's the way that I look at it. Just seeing the way humans interact with you. It's funny how like little things in the house, there's always a mother or a father of the house who's like a little bit older than the others and they cook and prepare all the meals. And so they try to keep that person in as long as they can. It like gives them a safety net. Cause they're like, who the fuck's going to cook his pancakes tomorrow? If we knock Monica out, there is no Monica. But 
How do you think you would do on a show like that? Um, I would like to think that I'm a competitor and a, would be really good at those things, but I'm not as young as I once was. I think if I went in now, I'm the old guy because it's usually a bunch of 20 year olds and then like one 50 year old or one 35 year old, the rest are all like 21, 22. So I don't know how I would do in the physical comps necessarily. I'm a competitor. I like to compete. I can be pretty good at any sport. So I'd have a chance and a social game. I can, I'm pretty good socially too, to make friends with people just so that they don't fuck me over, but it would all depend on the, like, don't you uh, have to be a bit of a conniving son of a bitch. You do have to backstab people. You don't have to. There's people who play honest games and win. It, it all depends on how you want to play the game. Because at the end of the game, when there's only two people left, the previous, like, so there's nine people left, and then the ninth person who gets evicted, or sorry, the like, when there's nine people left, that ninth person, when they go home, they don't go home, they go into a jury house. So there's seven jury members, and they decide who wins. So if you're fucking all those people over and kicking them out, they're not going to vote for you to win. You know what I mean? The best people don't always win because sometimes they don't manage the jury on their way out. You know, it's a really finite game of like humanity. You know, you got to like treat people good while you're fucking them over or while you're ruining their dream of winning a hundred thousand dollars. You're, you have to like manage it in a way that they don't hate you for it. So Mm -hmm. That's what's interesting about it all is it takes a lot to win. And every year it's different. Like sometimes there's bitter juries. They don't vote for the person who should win because they're sad that they got evicted and they didn't win. How do you think I do? Honestly, I think we would both do fairly well. Either one of us. I I think you would do great as long as you knew, like did a little bit of studying about the show before you went in, like watched a season of it basically to get an idea of it. I think that your friendly personality and like being the life of the party could, could make you go a ways. I think that though, if you let people push your buttons, then it might cause you problems. Physical comps would be a tough thing too. Like a lot of them are endurance comps. So you like your hang, you have a, a circle the size of like a hockey puck attached to a rope. And you have to stand on that hockey puck with your two feet as much as you can get on them. And the last person standing wins the competition or like hanging off of a wall that like leans as forward as you can possibly imagine. And you have to hang on to like a puck on the wall and not be like the fact of the matter is we're both big boys. We would have a hard fucking time with those competitions. The memory comps, maybe we would be okay at, but we would have to rely on our social abilities in my opinion. Fair. Very fair. Yeah. Like and there's, puzzle, there's puzzle games too, where you're like, you could get the puzzle potentially like, or you have, there's a picture and it's cut into 15 pieces. And you have to piece the puzzle, the piece, the picture back together and then hit the buzzer and whoever does it in the fastest time wins. So like we'd have a good chance at those comps, but it would be fun. It would be fucking fun. Like to go and to be locked in this house, you get money weekly because you're like losing wages and shit. But you're basically going on a vacation with a whole bunch of people to like get to know. And you, all these people, they leave their season and they have like friends for life because they lived with these people day in, day out. They made these relationships and, you know, it's pretty neat. It's a pretty neat fucking show. Right on. But yeah, that's my big brother, big brother pitch. 
It's what I've been watching lately. I did watch something recently that made me think of you while I was watching it. Do tell. You've seen it, and I know you probably like it as much as I do. Uncle Buck was on TV the other day. Fucking love that movie. Man, it's so good. I hadn't watched it. Like, I had it on VHS, and I watched it, like, fucking 15 years ago a hundred times. But I haven't watched it in a long time. And now that I'm a bit older watching it, you see it from through different eyes. And I'm like, fuck, this is a good movie. (laughs) And you know what? He never did anything wrong to, like, his sister-in-law. Like, like that storyline in general, like, how she doesn't want him around because... But the the smoking, the gambling, he never did anything wrong. You, you never no. sure he hung out with some shady people, but yeah. like, it's like us basically, yeah, as uncles. Like it's a it's us. We are Uncle Buck at, when we at, have at his court. He is a wonderful human being. Oh, yeah. He has a no great sense of the great sense of like. uh Right and wrong. A great yeah. sense of right and wrong. Yeah. Sure, it, it's gray somewhere, like gambling and then, like, getting some tips and all that so you guarantee a win. But, like, honestly, if someone went, like, hey, man, I would, if I were you, I would bet a good chunk of money on this. Maybe I would. Yeah. And I don't I think that's a morally gray area. I mean, I'd be like, all right, well, maybe I'll put some money on it, see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't find the man that does whatever he wants and doesn't hurt anybody in the process is not a bad guy. No, I agree. And how they, I, I hate how she views him. Like to, to me, like that's like, I watch. So like, I watch this movie three, four times a year. Like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's a it's a Tommy favorite. It, it's yeah, it's a good fucking movie. Like I bought it on iTunes, so I always have it. Like I nice. like, so like I can never like whatever. The point is, I watch it a lot. I didn't and, know like, you liked it that much. Is the funny part, but it makes me think of you in certain ways. Like I used hmm. to, people used to say that I looked like John Candy a little bit, and they like thought of John. When I think of what actor most embodies Tom, I would say John Candy because he's a, got a heart of gold. Like you, your personality type and stuff. If you were going to like, you know, people are like, Dressaddle's the German Gretzky. Tom is like a bit John Candy inside of it. I've gotten that for years. I, Which I've, I think I've... is a huge compliment. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I say that as like, I adore John Candy you know, mm-hmm. the attributes that you maybe share in certain ways with him are, and your dad as well. You know what I mean? I think that he embodied some of John Candy himself as well, which is kind of funny, you know, that it's passed on to you in that sense too. But yeah. no, uh, and like, you know what? You hear stories about the man, John Candy. He gave time to people. Like, one of my favorite stories I've ever heard about him was while on SCTV, there was this guy's first day here. And then he goes to like like he had to lift something but he needed some help so he went to uh, this guy he just saw standing there who looked pretty big he was like hey man can you help me with this yeah man no problem and he started helping him do shit not knowing that it was fucking john candy and then they're like hey john we need john said he was like one second i'm just helping this guy with some stuff never big leagued him never never went like no man i don't do that shit like yeah no he was like that guy and like other fun fact and like you you're an oilers guy so i'm sure you must have known this but 
John Candy and Wayne Gretzky owned the Toronto Organauts for a period of time. Yeah. Like, which that's amazing. Cool. That's amazing. Cool. What's cool as fuck about that is I have a CFL football from that era signed by John Candy. When Do you really? Are... That's a... Yeah. I'm pretty that's sure I've shown... Haven't I shown no. it to you on air before? No, no, no. That is... Yeah. That, it that's used to be Uncle John's, but he left it here, and I claimed it as mine, and I'm never giving it back. Yeah, so when he um, to this, it's fine, but he, thank you, John, because it's fucking awesome, and I love mm-hmm. it. Greatest present ever. So, yeah, yeah, that's in my bedroom, and it's like a pretty Thank you cool, for telling me where it is. It's a pretty cool crown jewel item, if you wouldn't say so yourself. Oh, I mean, I'm totally not plotting You're younger than me, it. Tom, so I'm going to say this. When I die, you may have it. You and I both know I'm dying first. Uh, <laughs> you play it safe. I live wild and on the edge. So it's hard to say. Really? Yeah. You you, you really think so? Yeah. I play it safe. Oh, yeah. You're play it safer for sure. You never take risks. Yeah, I'm just fucking. <laughs> You're like, how dare you say that I? No, it wasn't like. It? I mean, like, really? I was like, this everyone is... calls you Safety Tom. You know this. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. Um, yeah, no, I don't know what the future's gonna hold, but I feel like. Okay, well, I, don't know. I quit smoking. I know I bring this up. I'm bringing it up just for you because I need to be like this motherfucker. But so that edges my bets a little bit. A year ago, I'd be like, Tom, I'm for sure going to die before you. But now I'm like, yeah, but you're younger than me. You have a fucking four-year head start on me. So, or I have a four-year head start there, on you. There, there you go. That's how you say that sentence. Yeah, there you thank go. you. I had to recorrect it a little bit, which yeah. happens once in a while to this guy. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll fucking die at the same time beautifully. No, because I want that fucking football. <laughs> <laughs> One way, one way or another, Sean, it will be mine. <laughs> like I don't like, like I'll know what I'm gonna pull a fucking Jonathan Archer. I'm gonna steal that fucking coil from you, and I'm gonna leave you with some rations and some delirium three. I and- can literally see Ghost Sean watching this in the courtroom. As <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, I'm gonna leave some Star Trek figurines in your fucking possession, and that ball's just gonna go missing. All it's right, that's just, that's just what's going to happen. I'm going to be like, no, 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 no. It's fine. These are yours now, but this is coming home with me. Either Deal way, <laughs> uh, it's a pretty cool connection to John Candy. Yeah. To like hold it and be like, man, that guy held this ball and now I'm holding it. Like, he's always been one of my favorites. Like, I always say that he's the unsung hero of Home Alone. Like he actually is, yeah. But like, but Uncle Buck is a movie I hold fucking dear. My dad showed me that at a young age. The fucking giant pancake, like the like it's it's a movie that means a lot to me. And like, there's quite a few movies that I hold fucking dear. That is one of them. Uh, Chef is another one. Um, Days and Confused is another one I hold dear. Like there's like those. Those movies where you gotta go, I have to watch. Did I ever tell you that uh, my dad took us to the movie theater to see Days Confused when I was like nine years old when it came out? That's awesome. Yeah, we got so we go to the movie theater and he's like, Did he not know what it was about? Because he lived that high school life. Yeah, he didn't really know what the thing was. He let Jen pick the first movie, Josh picked the second movie, and I got to pick the treats, Mm -hmm. which was like fine. 
it's kind of a shit. You were going to buy us, obviously, popcorn and fucking a drink. Like, I was always the shit out of the stick with that kind of thing. But Jen picked um, Days to Confused. And what did Josh... I don't remember what Josh picked, but it was also, like, a movie I probably shouldn't have seen. And so uh, Josh sent us an email and told me what fucking movie you picked. But anyways, uh, yeah, that, that's when I, and so I love Days and Confused. That was like my fucking jam. I watched that mm-hmm. movie so many times. Jen, a year, maybe two years later, got it for me on VHS. And I watched that fucking movie till it was done. It's just a great movie, a coming of age okay. story. Yeah, it is. And it's, what I like, it's that, that day in the life of, you know what? It's the high school life I wish I had. I, I, I love it. It's like, it's right up there, like well, waiting. You ever see waiting? Like it's one of those. It's like clerks. It's one of those. It's it's this one day. Yeah, it's a time. It's just it's a one. Era, right? Yeah, no, but it's that one. It's a movie about one day. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. No, it's a great it's... fucking movie. Anybody who hasn't seen it, fucking go watch it because it's damn good. No, no, it's damn good. It's damn good. Um, fuck yeah. Now, now I want to watch Uncle Buck again. Yeah, you um, should. It's fucking great. I enjoyed the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. Great fucking movie. Great Just like that movie. whole scene with the clown and like how he deals with a bug. Yeah. I just, you know, I have yeah. a friend at the police lab and if I just, he'll tell me if you just ran your tooth, toothbrush under the faucet or you actually brushed your teeth. <laughs> like, it just, like the way he was an uncle, like, yeah. You, now I, I know what. Like you didn't have this, and I and I I feel sad for bragging about it. But there was a time in my life where Uncle Sparky lived with us, and yeah. I kind of call it, kind of catch it up to that. Like he wasn't Uncle Buck, like he wasn't that. But yeah. him living with us is one of the best times of my childhood because he brought so much of that like different aspect like my parents would go out on dates he was there to watch me and michelle for sure like he having was, another he, adult in your life who can like he's not your parent you know what i mean but he loves you it's cool to like have that relationship right i didn't yeah. get that really but i have that with all of my nieces and nephews and it's fucking awesome you know what i mean like i anytime like Avery recently was you know applied for university and is thinking about possibly going to university and so she reached out to me and was like Uncle Sean I applied for university and I got accepted like I haven't decided 100% if I'm going to do it or not but I was like oh my god that's amazing I'm so fucking proud of you like I love you good job you know and mm-hmm. then just I love that they want to celebrate their good news with me you know what I yeah. mean my nephew Ethan's the same way Jen's kids are the same way, you know, all of Doreen's um, nieces and nephews, or sorry, my nieces and nephews through Doreen as well. I love all these people, you know, and it's, I love being like Uncle Sean, you know what Mm. I mean, to any of them and all of them. It's a wild ride when you get to be a positive influence in people's lives. And I've always talked to them like they were just human beings, you know, from the second they were born. I don't sugar, I'm like, hi, oh, we have to, oh, I'm I'm like, what's up? You know, and that's, I am that uncle to them in that sense of uncle. You gotta be blunt in this world, right? You got it. Yeah. And it just shows them like, you know, I don't know. It's, it's fun being an uncle for damn sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, um, so we got an email. We do. So we'll hit the music right here. Two sides to every email. Two sides to everyone. 
two sides to every game and settle in. Let's get it done. And then uh, Addison writes uh, oh, so the subject, two years. Woo! Hello, gentlemen. Haven't sent an email in a while. Figured I was due. Sean, congrats on your first flight. You're that much closer to Starfleet Academy. Thanks. Two years of podcasting, how time flies. Feels like yesterday Tom ate that spicy chip. You put that in quotes, but like, fuck you, I did it. Twice That's now. Funny. Speaking of things Tom never done, I'm trying to get Tom to come to Montreal Comic Con. You guys should both come, bring some swag, have different cosplayers pose with two sides two sides merch. It's a good idea. That'd be awesome if we could make that, so. Yeah. And this leads up to my question. If you could have any replica replica costume, armor, from anything you have ever watched, what would it be? I'm stuck between Stormtrooper, 90s Ninja Turtle, or Deadpool. Keep up the good works, guys. Make it so, Addison Ottinger. Those are some good-ass TMNT. I've seen the guys who have the suits from the movies. They come to the Edmonton Comic Con, and they're fucking awesome suits. I'll let you take this one first, though. Oh fuck! This is it's it's tricky for me because there's so many good ones that I would actually want. Want like for one thing, like I do. I've said before, I I want my own TNG era uniform. Yeah, I've said that a million times. So I'm lucky I that I have a Star Trek uniform already. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, but if I were to have any re- replica suit. If I could have it on prominent display, I'm torn between Vader and Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man's an easy one to go to. I had that in my head already. I don't care. Darth Vader's like just a helmet and a black cape. I guess a cool suit too. It'd be cool to have. um, I like how you were shitting on it and then you went like, hold on, there's a good argument here for this. (laughs) Hey, yeah, I, if someone gifted me Darth Vader's suit, I would be like, oh my god. It's iconic. Yeah. I don't know, that, like, you have Chewbacca, too, and, like, other Star Star Wars people. No, I, yeah. You can have. Um, I don't know, man. This is a interesting, like, I've always wanted a, a knight's, knight of armor, like a suit of armor. I think that that would be a cool thing to have in your house, like, on display. Um, as far as like characters, oh, it's a tough one. Like the Ninja Turtle one is such a good fucking reference point. I'm kind of racking my brain right now to like name something that's better than that. And I'm mm-hmm. having a hard time coming up with something that's fucking better than that. Well, you get like a bat suit, like one of the many Batman bat suits. That's pretty cool. Um, too. you could go like even though like those one offs, like. Like the iconic Mortal Kombat or the. Um, if like, I had to pick one, I would probably go with Iron Man because it's pretty fucking cool. Mm. You know, or maybe even War Machine because it's a little bit like more my color scheme than Iron Man. Same fucking suit, basically. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's a fucking great question. I'm lucky, like I said, I have a Stargate jacket and a Starfleet uniform already. So mm-hmm. I have the stars covered just to an extent, but if uh, you could have a full costume alien species from any Star Trek, what would you have? Alien species, Klingon. Just like a full Klingon or Borg, though. Oh. 
Like, um, so are we talking something I'm wearing and something I'm causing? No, you just no, you have it on prominent display. Then it's got to be a Borg. Yeah, that'd be fucking um, pretty sick and pretty scary to walk into a basement and see like a Borg set into the wall. Who? What is that hunter race from? Erosion. Erosion. I would yeah, have one of those. They're pretty fucking badass, and they're huge too. They're like seven feet tall, <clears throat> so that's mm. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. There's some iconic shit out there for sure. Like, it would be neat to be able to display things of that magnitude. Like to have a house that had wings, you know, like mm-hmm. that large of a house, and at the edge of each wing, you could have a suit of armor, Darth Vader's, a Ninja Turtle one. Like, if we're talking Oprah money, then yeah, man, I'd be all fucking over that shit. But practicality, like. I have the option of getting a mannequin and having my Starfleet uniform on display 24-7. I don't do that. Yeah. But, yeah. There's a certain you, limit. You should. I've thought about it. <laughs> All you the need is one way. mannequin. That's true, yeah. But then you have a mannequin and, like, in and, and having it out all the time, I'd want it in a glass case, something to protect it from the elements because it's going to just, I don't know. Moths. You gotta worry about moths. Where do you keep it now? In a closet? I can't disclose that information on the internet, I'm afraid. You you keep it in a fucking closet right now. Wow. Way to out my um hidden uniform. Okay, easy tiger. What I'm saying is if you're so worried about fucking moths. It's a big difference between it being in a closet where, like, moths No, go. it's in a case. It's in, like, a suitcase. You know, like, the suit fucking cases. It's one of those to protect it. Okay. Yeah. I, I tried okay. to make sure that it, it's a fucking... It's an expen- It's one of my most expensive pieces of clothing, so... <laughs> it's up there. Yeah. It's right up there with a the suit. Yeah, no, thanks for the email, Addy. It's nice. Uh, always nice getting contributions from our fans. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, there's that. And if you guys ever want to shoot us an email, it's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com. Um, we're almost about to hit 700. We've been close to 700 for a while now on Instagram. I know you don't check on it or look at it anymore. I, is uh, it, I don't know what it is with me lately. Honestly, just like the burden of having our instagram has just been like i don't even want to think about it right now i just but i have i i think i'm gonna pick it back up i just i thought you were just losing interest in the podcast you're like no like i love doing this with you i love doing this with you every week but like between like like the way like the my job my job like for a little while like there was like a bit of a i don't know like a little bit of a dark period yeah and i was just like to and then I don't know. It's I easy just... to get into a funk and sir. We have lives. We found, that's why I tried to pump out the episode hundred and I was gonna I'm gonna put out another post about us almost hitting seven hundred followers right away here. I was thinking like just writing text and having it on there for like our non uh commercial based one. And then I might have some time tomorrow. I'll try and pop out another one if possible. I'm gonna stick with like one oh one go one oh two because it's nice to have content to pop out. But it sucks that we can't make them and save them. Like, I have to get you to fucking send it to me because I can't just send it to myself. It's a whole fucking process. But it you, can got just download the, you can just download the app, though. 
on your phone mm-hmm. for Canva. What about Riverside? Oh, you, maybe it, okay. you can do both. There's an app for both. Canva would be good. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into it. That's cool. I didn't know that. That's how I do it. I use the Canva app. That's how I've always done it. Interesting. I do it on the computer, and it's very difficult. Well, no, no. I I upload the video through the computer, and then I download you it use your from phone on the to app. download okay. it. Nice. That's good advice. I'm going to do that from now on. Yeah. Thanks for telling me that uh, over two years in. I appreciate yeah. it. No worries. <laughs> I just I think I I thought I told you at one point. All right. Uh, maybe, maybe you fucking did. I wouldn't put it past me to be like, oh, I'm stupid and I don't know how to do things. But yeah, no, that's cool. And we're a team, buddy. It's nothing's yeah. all on you. But yeah. yeah, what I was trying to say is, I want to get to 700 and I want to keep growing. We got a yeah. lot of traction on the couple posts that I did make. A lot of mm-hmm. people liked it. I noticed on the Star Trek post too with Rolaire, and there was a lot of like non followers who liked it as well. So I was like, hey, give us a follow. Give us a little photo. Yeah. But no, no. Have you had magnets made? Uh, You mentioned it, yeah. Yeah, I had them made and I got them. So if anybody really wants a fridge magnet, send us an email and I'll make that happen. You might have to pay shipping because fuck you. But (laughs) that happen. (laughs) Shoot me a message. Shipping's cheap. It's only like $45 a fucking pop. Uh, No, I'm just joking. I have mailing supplies and shit, so it'll be pretty cheap. Just nice. uh, probably three dollars for a ship magnet. So if somebody's interested in that who doesn't live in Edmonton, I'll hook you up. Sick, awesome. Yeah, uh, that's pretty sweet. No, man. Anything else you want to discuss? Uh, let's see here. Did you hear about the fact that the JWST discovered some galaxies where there shouldn't be galaxies? James Webb Telescope. Did you hear about that? There, you, you, you bet your ass I did not. Okay, so the Big Bang Theory suggests that space was condensed and then it exploded. And then it took billions of years for everything to form. The JWST Telescope is like basically looking back in time right now because the light takes a certain amount of time to reach the point where it's viewing. And which is like a long-ass time. We're talking millions of years. It takes like light speed is how fast light travels. So we're talking like a thousand light years before now is when these events happen and we can look back through time at these with the telescope. So they discovered galaxies that are larger than the Milky Way and fully formed at the start point of where they think like there shouldn't be any fucking galaxies, which is going to make them have to rewrite all of the books of physics And the idea, the theory of how the universe formed, there's a good chance it might be fucking kiboshed and they might have to start from scratch again to like determine how this happened. Okay. Which is pretty fucking cool. Like, I don't It's very interesting. You should follow uh, the JWST, James Webb Telescope. It's fucking very interesting. Like, the pictures coming out of it, dude, is. Fucking my! I know you saw like when they first came out. I shared some with you and was telling you about it. But as far as space news happens and astrophysics news happens, it's like one of the biggest things of our lifetime that's going on right now. Pretty interesting okay. shit. And being you know into science fiction, this is science science, not science fiction. So it's kind of cool yeah. to like be in the loop on that a little bit too. To be like, like the astrophysicists right now are like 
huh, well, fuck me. <laughs> that shouldn't mm. be there. There's a chance that it could be a reflection of some kind due to a gravity well. So not, I don't know. That's a little bit above my pay grade. So we're going to have to wait to see what happens in the weeks and months following. But pretty fucking trippy to think that everything we think we know about how the universe formed could be a little bit off. Well, that's that's just the way it goes, right? Like everything, like everything we know is always subject to change. That's one of my favorite things about science, is, or like, like because like they're always out to like prove themselves wrong, and then sure. like there's like that's the best thing about scientists is that like if you come with proof, they're okay with being wrong. Oh, for sure. I love that. I have um, this, when me and Crystal cleaned out this estate, helped to clean out an estate of someone, um, I found some old coloring books from the 1950s. And there was one specific one that I kept. It's NASA. It's about space. Uh, I think maybe 1960, like 1960 it was basically. But it's fucking crazy when you flip through it, how much shit is completely wrong. It was like Mm -hmm. a teaching tool for kids and a coloring activity book. And Mm -hmm. you're like, no. No, that's wrong. Uh-uh, mm. No, that's wrong. Flipping, mm-hmm. and it's just that's how things change, you know. I mm. I was talking to a friend recently about this. He had a family member pass away. He was ninety two years old. It's like imagine what that fucking person saw in their life, like the way that history unraveled in front of their eyes, <clears throat> whatever perspective they had watching it all, like going mm-hmm. from horse drawn carriage pretty much, <clears throat> excuse me, to fucking. Um, the world we live in today it's insane that jump from hum- of humanity right yeah well that like it, it fucks me up to think about because like, like i always ask my grandfather like like when you were here like it must have been amazing to watch this city develop like just the city of montreal develop and what it is like it's yeah. fucking nuts well, we talked about it like 10 episodes ago, how you're like, you love pointing out things that used to be the way that they are, like the differences mm-hmm. from the past to now. Imagine mm-hmm. fucking growing up through that revolution, like the mm-hmm. vehicles and computer age. And we, <clears throat> we've witnessed the computer age in our, well, I have in my lifetime. You're a little bit younger than me, so it's a little bit different of a perspective. But they didn't, mm-hmm. when I was in grade five, my school got their first computer and it was a mm-hmm. big fucking deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Okay. I think, you know, that's pretty much all I had to say about that. No, no, that's fucking cool though. That's actually really exciting shit. I love, yeah. I love that. Um, like, do you follow it on like Instagram and stuff? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. I'm in a bunch of uh, Facebook groups as well about it. There's a Facebook group about like the James Wood telescopes where they, it's like a forum. People can discuss things as well as different astrophysicists like Neil deGrasse Tyson and Machu, Dr. Machu. I can't remember. I don't want to disrespect him by saying his name wrong, but uh, yeah, I follow a couple of them as well, which they're always willing to give updates and they explain things in a way that a moron like me can understand. So it's nice. I love that. That's one of my favorite things about Neil deGrasse Tyson. He fucking dumbs it down for the common man. But yeah. You back there, big man? Yeah. No, I just said how great it was to with Neil deGrasse Tyson because he dumbs it down for the common man. 
Yeah, and there's a couple astrophysicists like that as well. Some of his peers who do a great job as well. And so I, I like to hear different perspectives on things because it <clears throat> some people explain things differently. Or like it's like you and me, we both have our interests. We both have the things we specialize in. We come together and talk about a lot of the things together, but we do have our own niches as well. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be like it's the same thing with astrophysicists. Some are more into this than they are into that. So when you listen to multiple different ones, you really start to get a better picture of the universe. Absolutely. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I love space. Like not just the made up shit, but the real stuff yeah. too. <laughs> my my kind of love for actual space kind of just like went away. Like I used to like get these books when I was a kid and I used to like want to read all about it. And not, I don't think I ever wanted to be like an astronaut, but I was always like, like fucking like I'd love like, like because I like Star Wars and Star Trek, it also created that fascinatingness. But now, like everything, the way everything goes now, like my love for it is kind of subsided. But like hearing you talk about it, goes like I used to fucking love this shit. Yeah, well, it's just exciting, and like life gets busy, but it's right above us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I always, I always take the time if I happen to notice that there's something going on up top, the space. You know, the stars are out. I take a moment and just look up in awe and be like, wow, you know, we're alive. Mm-hmm. We can see this and have a way of perceiving it. And that shit is crazy to me. That's and my I, favorite. I, yeah, that's my favorite thing to do whenever I'm outside a city. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I've had some great memories, memories that stand out in my life and will forever of looking up at space. Did you, <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. I could go on about this shit forever. I fucking love it. I'm dumb when it comes, like, I wanted to be an astronaut, maybe, or an astrophysicist. But then you start realizing, oh, fuck, these people were born to do it. They're very smart. They're almost autistic level smart, where they are so hyper-focused on it that no one else could compete with that level of commitment to it all. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is I don't have that level of commitment to science and the math involved in it all too, is a lot of science is math and that's how they figure all this shit out. And that's like well above what I'm capable of, but it doesn't mean I can't sit back and listen to their videos from time to time and just be like, wow, (laughs) I'll start sending them to you. I didn't like, I don't know why we don't talk about like, real space very often or even real issues sometimes we're, we're more on the like discussing the tv shows we're watching and shit but yeah i have a lot of interesting facts about this shit too no no that's fucking that's that's interesting as fuck so like no i'm super down if you have any like cool like instagram stuff or uh facebook shit like let me know yeah i'll send it your way for sure yeah <clears throat> okay well i think that does it for this week man how do you feel pretty good Pretty good about it. Nice. I'm glad. I'm glad that you feel good about it. But no, uh, thanks for making the time. I know that it was uh, last minute getting you to do it now and uh, some hiccups on the way to doing it. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And I always enjoy talking to you and you made my Thursday night. So hopefully we make everyone's Monday morning or whenever the fuck they get a chance to listen to us. On that note, my name's Sean Sides and this has been One Side of the Story. And I'm Tom Sides, and this has been another side of the story. Have a great week, everybody. Live long and prosper. I always hear flawless victory from Mortal Kombat when I nail that. Have a great week. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story.
Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.